1: board of legal specialization now as i've shared with you before and just in addition to my jd i hold a couple of master's degrees in law that is to say i'm a master of the laws of taxation law and i'm also a master of the laws of intellectual property law now both of my great master's degrees were came from my favorite alma mater golden gate university school of law which is located in the beautiful city of san francisco now because of my training my experiences and my lifelong interest in business and money and finance and wealth creation and wealth transfer and the role these particular aspects of economics play in the lives of everyday people like you and me, I primarily practice bankruptcy law. You say, bankruptcy law, what does it have to do with wealth and creation? Well, I say, yes, bankruptcy law, because in my opinion, bankruptcy is just one side of the two-sided, two-headed coin that's all about personal and professional entrepreneurship and wealth creation and wealth preservation. And I want you to know that each and every wise entrepreneur, be she or she the head of his or her own business, and or the leader of his or her family unit has at least two exit strategies. One is for selling the business or maybe the home or maybe a major asset at a profit when he or she finds a new business opportunity or he or she just wants to retire and spend time with the grandkids or volunteer or travel the world once the pandemic goes away. And there's another strategy that wise entrepreneurs and heads of households have. And that's how to save his or her business or his or her home or his or her major assets when, and I say when and not if, because sooner or later, most of us who own businesses or have family will fall on financial hard times at least once in our professional and or personal lives. However, it is the very wise entrepreneur or leader or head of a family who will not be ashamed to seek out professional help to gain access to and utilize part of the United States Constitution, that is to say, the bankruptcy code, to at least attempt to save his or her business, or his or her home, or his or her other major asset. And that's why I practice bankruptcy. I do so because I have a solid track record of sometimes pushing and other times pulling my clients across the litigation and or reorganization and or liquidation finish line in a bankruptcy and save as many of their assets as the law allows and just as importantly to have them do so with by maintaining their dignity. Even if sometimes I must and I gotta tell you I do get on their very last nerve. So In addition to my bankruptcy practice, I also practice its first cousin, that is to say debt wealth management, estates and trusts, real estate, and their collective offspring, taxation law. And as I shared with you in the past, I'm proud to say that as part of my overall practice, I sometimes have the opportunity to at least attempt to seek out, and attempt to vindicate the rights of seniors To find themselves, ourselves, the target and sometimes the victim of some of the most pernicious forms of financial elder abuse. So I'm coming to you again today as I continue my voluntary lockdown until I get my second dose of the COVID-19 vaccine in a couple more weeks. And I'm coming to you from my makeshift studios where we have technical difficulties more often than not. And the studio is in my home in another great world-class city that is the always beautiful city of Oakland, California. And I come to discuss some of the financial and legal issues confronting individuals, families, and of course, small business owners, who I have a very fun uh, experience. I, I just really like working with small businesses because they have so much energy and vitality
0: and they employ
1: most of the people in However, I must once again ask you to please note that this show does not provide any legal advice am my developing an attorney-client relationship with anyone within the sound of my voice. Instead, this show strives strictly to serve as an educational form or the exchange of information from me to you that might be helpful to you as you begin your search for more detailed information that is tailored to your specific set of facts and circumstances, and hopefully provide you with at least an outline of some of the key issues about your money and finance that may help you seek out and find qualified professional help if you're having any legal issues in your and I do this because as I'm known for saying, I think that representing yourself in a legal matter, but especially one concerning your financial assets, and, like picking a butter knife to a gunfight, and if you're lucky and your adversary is napping and you can sneak up on her and get real close, you might give her a scratch on the arm or even poke her in the eye with your butter knife, but more than likely, you're going to be the one that's dead on arrival. That is to say your valid claims and your right to you'll likely see the promised land way before you do. So once again, I share with you the purpose of Selman's Law in case you haven't guessed it, is to discuss the law related to your money and unfortunately more likely than not in these prime times the lack thereof in your overall finances and what you need to consider to protect your and your families and your businesses Health, wealth, and money related well being, as I understand these concepts in this non threatening educational forum. So, we're going to take a, 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 a we're going to stay in our same t- subject matter, overall subject matter. That is to say, you know, looking at the key players and some of the events that happened in the bankruptcy process, again, I'm doing this because um, I believe and, and many people believe that once the government brings an end to the moratoriums on foreclosure and or uh, uh, cities moving forward with courts allowing for evictions, there's going to be Uh, a high wave of bankruptcies. But it's my opinion, even if that doesn't happen, if you're a small business owner, especially those of you who are black and brown, like me, you need to understand how bankruptcy might be able to assist you in revitalizing your business by possibly helping you shed some or all of your non-performing assets in a legitimate court-supervised process that is as old as this country. family. So today I wanna to share with you some very timely information geared towards those of you who own or operate in the food service space. I want you to know that there is a brand new 28.6 billion that's billion with a fee, governmental fund that's being administered by the Small Business Administration that will start making grants, grants, not loans, to restaurateurs and related businesses beginning this coming Monday, May 3rd, 2021 at high noon, Eastern Daylight Time. However, the application portal opened up yesterday, Friday, April 30th. So I urge you to go to the SBA portal at https colon forward slash forward slash restaurants dot sba dot gov to register and obtain a copy of the application so you will be ready to go first thing Monday, Monday morning, May the 3rd, 2021, I noon Eastern Daylight Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to get your application for this grant money in the queue if you're a restaurateur. Okay, So, here are the details. The American Rescue Plan established the Restaurant Revitalization Fund, also known as the RRF, to provide funding to help restaurants and other eligible businesses keep their doors open. This program will provide restaurants with funding equal to their pandemic-related revenue losses up to 10 million with an M per business and no more than 5 million with an M per physical location. So that means if you have two locations, uh, 5 million each. Okay, so recipients are not required to repay the funding as long as the funds are used for eligible purposes no later than March 11, 2023, a little bit less than a year from now. When we come back, we'll continue our discussion on the restaurant revitalization program, but first we'll take a short break.
0: back to Selwyn's Law. Once again, your host Selwyn Whitehead.
1: Welcome back to Selwyn's Law as we continue our discussion of today's very important topic, the Restaurant Revitalization Fund and how it may help you save your food and or beverage service business. So the American Rescue Plan was signed into law on March 11th, 2021. And it establishes the Restaurant Revitalization Fund to provide funding to help restaurants and other eligible businesses keep their doors open. Now this fund will provide restaurants with funding equal to their pre-pandemic or their pandemic-related revenue losses, up to 10 million per business and no more than 5 million per physical location, okay? Now, receipts, recipients are not required to repay the funding as long as they use the eligible funds no later than one year since the conception. So you have to use all the funds no later than March 11. 2023, actually, so you have two years to fund it. Okay, the online application process will remain open to all eligible businesses until all the funds are exhausted, okay? However, the restaurant revitalization fund, again, it is effective on Monday. May the 3rd, 2021. And again, it'll provide emergency financial assistance to eligible restaurants, bars, and caterers impacted by COVID-19. Now, while any targeted business can begin the application process on the effective date, Monday, May the 3rd, 2021, and all of you restaurateurs and owners out there should. However, you should also know for the first 21 days of the program, the SBA will only fund applications where, and I quote, the applicant has self certified that it meets the eligibility requirements for a small business owned by women, veterans, or socially and economically disadvantaged individuals. So I, you know, recommend any and all businesses, but especially black and brown, Native American, and other socially economically uh, disadvantaged individuals, women, and of course our veterans, Go to www.sba.gov forward slash funding program forward slash loans forward slash COVID-19-relief. Okay? Or you can go to the SBA's website, you know, your government website and Search around until you find the uh, restaurant revitalization fund and it'll land you on the proper place you need to get the information you need. So, who is eligible? Restaurants, food stands, food trucks, food carts, caterers, bars, saloons, lounges, taverns, Snack and non-alcoholic beverage bars, bakeries with on-site sales to the public that compromise at least 33% of the gross receipts. Brew pubs, tasting rooms, tap rooms, again, where 33% of the gross receipts come from on-site sales, as opposed to an entity where they don't have a public place for people to consume their products. That's the distinction. Also, breweries and/or microbreweries, again with on-site sale and receipt of 33%. Wineries and distilleries, again with on-site sales for public uh, consumption of at least 33%. In bed and breakfast places. Again, they have to have the on-site food and beverage to the public that provides 33% of their gross receipts, And then licensed facilities or premises uh, of a beverage, alcohol producer where the public may taste, sample, or purchase products, a la places where you can go to have wine tasting and or other alcoholic tasting. I'm not, you know, pushing alcohol. I'm just telling you that those are the uh, kinds of businesses that this fund was set up for. It's trying to kickstart or revitalize our hospitality uh, industry, but especially for That It is noted that 10% of the restaurants that were opened the day before the pandemic struck, they're gone forever. And 41% of African American owned restaurants are gone for good. But this is a way to try to reach out to those that are remaining. uh, So they can go ahead and have the ability to possibly save, save their business. Okay, so this I am very, very excited about this. Now, how do you apply for the restaurant revitalization? Well, you can apply through the SBA's recognized point of sale vendors. So if you're in the restaurant business, you know who these vendors are. They are vendors such as Square or Toast, as in toast that you eat, that's the name of the firm. Clover, National Cash Registry Corporation, they have a system called Aloha, and Oracle. Now, if you're working with Square Oak or Toast, then you don't need to register with the SBA beforehand. But if you're not working with them, you need to go to https colon forward slash forward slash restaurant Dot sba.gov to take you to the application portal, okay? Now, first you have to register. And so again, although the portal is not going to accept applications until Monday, day after tomorrow, May the 3rd, uh, high noon Eastern time, 9 a.m. Pacific time, you can today, right now, go to the website and take a look, register at the portal, Take a, get a sample application form, and play around with it so you'll be good to go. Now, what kind of documentation are you going to need to have access to these grants, not loans? $28.6 billion with a B, okay? You need... A verification of your tax information. You need an IRS form 4506T. You have to complete it and sign it. You need your gross receipts documentation. Any of the following documents demonstrating gross receipts and if applicable, your eligible expenses. You need your business tax return. 2019. Okay, and your projections for 2021 20 if you've already done 20 um, uh 2020 that's what you're going to need you're going to need your irs scheduled 1040 schedule c for business and related expenses and you're going to need your uh, schedule f okay you're going to need bank statements okay this is like a regular what you're applying for a grant, but you have to apply like it's a loan. You need externally or internally prepare financial statements such as income statement, profit and loss statement, and your point-of-sale reports, including the IRS, IRS form 1099-K. Now, what if you need some help? Many of my colleagues who are CPAs have been working with the SBA to get revved up for them so they might be able to help you but if not go to the website and there's also a call center 1-844-279-8898 okay and when you go to the website there's webinars I attended a couple of these webinars that's why I know about it I was invited you can look at the webinars you can do that this weekend so you'll get ready to go And here's some really good news. If you're in bankruptcy, you can still access these funds, and they might be the very funds you need to fund your successful reorganization. That's why I'm really excited about it. So I'm going to leave it there for now. But always in closing here at Selwyn's Law, we want to stay on the right side of the law, including the laws related to the restaurant relief fund. So you can save your business inside of bankruptcy or outside of bankruptcy. But in the meantime, please get vaccinated. And until we have herd immunity, please keep your social distance, mask up, and wash your hands. Till next time, thank you.